Michael Crane Podcast. Everything you need to know about business and entrepreneurship with your host, Michael Crane. And on today's podcast, we have a partnership in business. Jonathan and his sister, Hannah Ruth. So let me tell you a little bit about Jonathan to begin with. Jonathan's journey began as an upcoming athlete, hungry and passionate to become a professional footballer for his boyhood dream team, Arsenal FC. After an unexpected return from his soccer scholarship in America, he returned frustrated, unhappy, and closed himself off from society. His homelessness came about from an unfulfilled promise by a scholarship agency based in the UK that sent young young athletes over to the United States to fulfill their football dream. His fuel to get into business was to ensure no young person has to experience homelessness as he did and to provide them with opportunities to fulfill their dreams. Hannah Ruth, his sister, is a professional dancer and co-founder of Sale. She is a professional dancer and coach. Her passion for dance and sport opened doors to represent her borough in netball and athletics later leading her into a professional dance career. With over 20 years of training in tap, jazz, ballet, and contemporary, and seven years of experience within the dance industry, touring and performing in the West End. She continued dancing and training, becoming a qualified instructor in dance and fitness, fusing her two loves together. Before we started, Hannah Ruth's goal when training clients is to ensure they feel mentally and physically stronger using the foundations of dance and movement to improve posture, coordination and building confidence fused with fitness, developing good technique, strength and power. As Hannah, Ruth, and Jonathan continue their journey of building sale, a dance and martial arts business, their goal is to open a gym, creating a space for their team and clients to work, compete, and become the best version of themselves. So hello, Jonathan and Hannah, Ruth. I've given a brief introduction of your journey to date, but tell our listeners a little bit more about you. Good morning, Michael. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm definitely, definitely feeling pumped after that. Um, About me, uh, I think a lot was said about myself in there, but I think the best way to describe me is I am a very motivated, uh, I love music, I love dance. Um, I'm very family oriented, which is why I've run a business with my brother. Um, And I believe that whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. Follow your passions 
carve them out, learn from your failures, and move forward. Progress. Thank you, Anna Ruth. Jonathan, how about you? Tell us your story. Yeah, so you, you really touched on it um, nicely, uh, however, quite briefly in, in the introduction. My story is, is, is built from my experiences. What sort of sums me up is that your suffering can be a, a wonderful catalyst to your successes. And the good people around you who have supported you and believe in you along your journey, help you along the way. However, as we've discussed before, Michael, believing in yourself, it, it, starts, it starts with you. And I, I put a, a message out there actually this morning on social media. I said, when you get up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror, tell the person looking back that I love you. That's, that's Wise that. words, Jonathan. But tell me in your introduction, you told me, a, a, I mentioned a little bit about you being homelessness. That appears to be quite a bit of suffering. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you went from being homeless to be uh, to start building your very own business. The passion that I had for sport at a young age took me to America. And as any sort of young person who you know, grows up in the UK, you know, I come from a, a very good family, have everything that I need. So homelessness was never really a... Uh, never crossed my mind. So to go over to America and to experience that was a complete shock. You know, it's, it's something that you could never even dream of in your, in your wildest dreams. However, seeing life from a different perspective, living with people who were homeless, who had no work, who, it, it, was, it was a very, very sort of depressing, sad, but humbling experience humbling experience and I remember there what, what really stood out for me I remember being in the homeless shelter now this was in West Virginia a small town and uh, those that know West Virginia it's a very beautiful state lots of uh, green trees lots of wildlife known for its hunting there was a guy a gentleman there as I walked in and he said young man what, what was you doing what are you doing here I was I was 18 at the time and everyone there is a, a you know a grown man so you know, a young black man walking into a homeless shelter in West Virginia. West Virginia is predominantly a white, a white you know, state community as well. So it's very, very strange, especially someone from the UK. But I remember this gentleman said to me, hey, I want to take care of you. What do you want to eat? And a homeless guy bought me my first meal when I was homeless. And it didn't occur, it didn't occur to me at the time, Michael, because you're in a state of panic and shock. So you're not really digesting what's happening. And the following day, we had to wake up at seven. It was a Christian homeless shelter. So we attended church in the morning, singing the hymns. And at that time, that's when you're really sort of looking deep in yourself and you're connecting with your, sort of your spirituality and my belief in, in Jesus. And I just started crying in church because I was looking at where I was before in England, in lovely life, playing football. And now look at me here. Nobody I know. The food is terrible. You know, suffering and just reflecting on that as I returned to the UK I realized how fortunate I am to first of all be born in England because I didn't appreciate what I, I did have before I left so when I came back I had a zest 
like a lemon, you know, like a zest. When you squeeze the lemon, it stings. I had a, I had a sting zest. I need to do something. And then I've, I also thought about if a homeless guy can buy me my first meal, what can I do to others? So the zest, stinging zest that I had and the, uh, the passion that I had to learn from uh, a homeless guy bought my first meal encompassed and gave me energy to start my first business, which was Jam Total Sport. And that whole mission, which was about not letting young people experience what I went through and bringing sport and dance to them was where it all began. So tell me, Hannah Ruth, um, you just recently changed your company name to Sale, which is S-A-Y-A-W.co.uk. Tell us why that unusual name, because I've never heard that name before. When um, we were previously last year, we came into the first lockdown. I think uh, I'd say many people would say it was a time for them to reflect. And it certainly that was certainly a time where myself and Jonathan, for the first time in a long time, had time to step back and look at the business from, from I say, bird's eye view. I mean, which is actually something that's very important to do. And I would encourage many people to do who are business owners or entrepreneurs. And when we pull it under the microscope, there were things that we were, I'll be honest, frustrated about. There are things that we wanted to change. And we wanted to, we wanted, we wanted to stand out. We wanted, we wanted our business to stand out. You know, that's why you create a business. That's why we've created, you know, what we have is a legacy. It's been passed down from my, from my dad, our sporting talents our sporting gift has come from from my dad so we're only we're just continuing the legacy so when we were looking at these things and talking and we Jonathan's wife Olivia who is a big part of the business as well a bit massive support she is um she is Filipino and we were looking at different names and there were certain names we were coming across it wasn't the first name we we I say stumbled across but the other names weren't they weren't clicking they weren't clicking. And then I think my brother asked um, Olivia's mother-in-law, I said, oh, what does like dance mean in Filipino? What's the, what's the name for dance in Filipino? And I think she said, Sayal. And then I think Jonathan came back to me I think, a couple of days later and said to me the name. And I was like, okay, a bit different. You know, how people understand, will people be able to um, be able to pronounce it? But when I looked at Sayal and, and saw that it's actually a dance that is used in Filipino martial arts I said well that's god-given because dance something that I'm passionate about and I've you know I've used I use around many different places and Jonathan martial arts a word that means both dance and martial arts I've never come across that and, and that's how we settled on it so it was yeah we had to go with it right so it's Sayal Sayal so how Sayal. I always if you go on our Instagram um which is Sayal Limited it's S-A-I-G-H, like when you sigh, and then when you think about Michael Jackson, you go, ow, sigh out. Ah, sigh out. That's it. That's <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about your business as it is today. So right now, Sayal has, so I'm very proud of Sayal, where, where it is at the moment, where it's going. We have, we have, created a virtual membership, so an online product, 
the best way to describe it is a Netflix style fitness subscription. So many of us now are looking at new ways to, to access sport um, classes, dance classes, fitness classes, um, and turning our front rooms or our, our bedrooms into studios. And uh, we decided to bring, we wanted to bring sport and fitness to people's, to people's houses, our community, you know, we're like, okay, what are we gonna do? How are we going to, we said, hold on, we've, we are working on something, you know, so we were test driving things and giving test dummies um, to the product last year, slowly building it. Um, and we, yeah, we, we actually built the virtual membership where it has a variety of classes from, I said, Muay Thai, dance, hit, yoga, kettlebell, strength and conditioning. And we have some great, incredible instructors that have joined the team with us. One lady from um, New York, Lindsay McClear. Um, also another one of our instructors who was actually my ex-flatmate in Liverpool when I was training at the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. So um, she came on board, which is, um, I always say was uh, very humbling because I lived with her for two years in Liverpool. We were, you know, we were training together and, you know, nearly seven years later you know she's working with me and it just sort of quickly to pivot that just reminds me of a quote that my head teacher at our university said he had said you know look to the person on your left look to the person on your right because you could be working for them or they could be or you could be working with them and you know it, it's you know it, it that really has stuck in my mind ever since that day so yeah, the virtual membership is full of those classes. Um, it is a Netflix-style fitness subscription. It is $14.99, but you have a free trial before you start it. So you have you have a whole month, that's 30 days, to test it out, give it a go, let your whole family, your whole household try it, and then you can commit the $14.99, which is, which is a steal. And um, if you miss a class, you can catch up on demand. We have a whole library of classes. And yeah, it's, it's the best way for people to access sport, dance and fitness in their house. So Jonathan, how do people find out about Sayal? Now, we've worked uh, very hard with our, our team. And we're fortunate to have a, a wonderful uh, marketing manager, um, Isabella, who has put a lot of work behind the scenes in creating our social media presence and making it stand out so as hannah said previously you can find sayal limited on instagram facebook twitter and youtube and what hannah and isabella have done have really identified what our brand is you know because a business brand it's 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 his biggest biggest selling point selling point so our colors of mauve and, and black are, are, are what stand out. Our, our mission, which is strengthening our community's mental and physical well-being through dance and martial arts, is what I believe will appeal to people. Everybody, I believe, on this earth wants to be mentally healthy and physically healthy. Because without those two things, you, you can't function, man. Would you agree? Now, Oh, I totally agree. So where we have positioned ourselves is all, although we're sports and martial arts and dance, we're more focused about looking after our community's mental well-being. Now, at the beginning, we was talking to you earlier before uh, the podcast um, about how, you know, as a community and people, we must help one another. And 
helping others also brings reward to you. So if you don't do it pretty well, but it brings reward and things get reciprocated. And I feel that if people are seeing us help them in their lives, then our customers are more likely to, to stay and commit long-term to the business. So now going back to what, the, uh, what our, our team is doing, this, uh, Isabella and Hannah have got a wonderful uh, strategy for marketing the business on social media. Our website, which was designed uh, by Creative Tusk, actually in the Philippines as well. It's a, a wonderful interactive website, which you can find blogs on and, 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 and pay for classes and live timetables, etc. And then you know, paid ad advertisements. So we're really trying to hit as many avenues as possible. We know that our target market are you know, parents, families with kid, um, parents with kids, that, that sort of 18 to 35 um, age bracket. And then we've got a, a few customers in the, in the 40 plus. So we understand our, our, our target market. We have our product, which is that virtual membership. And now it's about getting that virtual membership into every home in the UK, because one virtual membership feeds a whole household. And it's only 14.99, as Hannah said. If someone is sitting on their sofa right now, feeling a bit sluggish mm. and wanting to do a workout, mm -hmm. tell us what a membership would look like with regard to the person exercising in front of a TV or Makes can sense. they sit watching TV or do they just get down the park with what you're offering? Makes sense. Yeah. So most people now have a, have a phone, have a laptop or they, they connect their, their laptop to a TV. Now, once you have a virtual membership, you, uh, our platform is provided by MindBody. So it's streamed live through MindBody. So for example, on a Monday evening, you'd have a dance class. Hannah, Hannah Roof teaches that. Once you've signed in to your MindBody account, you get a link, you get an email straight to your account, 30 minutes before the class with the live stream link. Open up the link, the instructor's there, ready to cue you and direct you on what needs to be done. Then the customer doesn't have to do too much. Once they've signed in, the email comes straight to their inbox. The instructor's there ready, and they give them the instructions on what to do. You can see the instructor live. As long as you've got a bit of, say, uh, you don't need much space as well. Where we teach, what, like a meter either side, a couple of meters either side, and classes are 45 minutes. Warm up, a main session, a cool down, so the warm up, raise the, um, raise the heart rate a little bit, get the blood flowing around the, the body a bit more efficiently. Mm -hmm. Then you're going into some exercises it might be working on the lower body, the glutes and the hamstrings, or working on the upper body, the triceps and the and the, the pectorals and, and, and the biceps. And then you cool it down with a nice stretch. And then at the end, you can have a little chat with the instructor and, you know, you wish the, wish the uh, members all the best for the, for the rest of the week. So even though you're not with us in person, it's very interactive, it's very engaging. There's not much... Uh, clicking and, and, and faffing around because mm. once you have the membership, as I said, you get the email straight to your account and you're good to go. Also as well, what I think, well, what I say is a very uh, a great thing about the virtual membership as well is that because of the different instructors that you have, so sometimes what brings you to a class, a lot of the time in the gym or wherever you were training before, before you know, this, you would go to a class not just because you enjoyed that style of working out, let's say it was body pump, but you would go because of the instructor. 
that's where we go we where we attend a certain group exercise class because you connect with the instructor you enjoy it you like their style of teaching you like the way they it works for you what i think you, what you can get from the virtual membership is that whether it's my class jonathan's jay's or Lindsay's, you you get a different feel each class you get a different feel different style and different different feel from the instructor and i think that's unique i, I agree and just to, just to add to that what what hannah was saying there michael is what I was really passionate about was creating continuity in people's life. So we know that with the pandemic, gyms closed, et cetera. So people's training regime was interrupted. With our virtual membership, what we want to do is if people are traveling now or they're away, or for example, there's another lockdown, you don't have to stop your training. You might have a face-to-face -face gym membership. You may have a SIAL virtual membership. You continue your training regardless of what country you're in or if there's another lockdown, gyms open back up or you, you're back home in your natural habitat. So it's, people want routine in life. Routine breeds happiness, it breeds success. And this is where why we believe the virtual membership is here to stay and impact people's lives in the best possible way. Thank you, Jonathan. And now we will be taking a very short break and we'll be back very soon. navigate the new normal and enjoy virtual membership with Jonathan and Hannah Ruth. You can join dance, Muay Thai and fitness classes from the comfort of your own home. To start your 30-day free trial click on the link below and start getting fit and healthy today. And now we are back for the second part of our podcast with Hannah Ruth and Jonathan Moore. So let's kick straight back into our podcast. You're both in business as a partnership, a brother and sister business. A lot of people say never go into business with family or friends. So tell me why you went into business together. For that saying, I have heard it before. I disagree with it. And the reason why I disagree with it is because if you are myself and Jonathan, we our journeys were very similar, different, but similar. And when you are called, when you have a purpose and you're called in the same purpose, it makes sense to join forces. So for me, it made sense. It was it was a non-negotiable, really. I think, yes, it's obvious when you work with family or whether you work with any business partner, friend or friend or not you're going to go through a lot of tests and challenges and you will disagree. You will see things differently. That's good because if you see things the same, then how can you, how, what's the word? If you're both seeing things from the same perspective, then I suppose you can't see the blind spots. What I see, Jonathan doesn't see. What Jonathan sees, I don't see. So we bring different things to the table. And one thing with family is when you argue, if, you, if there were disagreements, you can leave it right there and then. You discuss it, you hash it out, you move on. There's no, um, so for me, I feel like it's, it's the best, it's the best thing to do. That's, that's my honest answer about that. Is it is a 50-50 split or has one person got the overriding majority? I would say, if I'm honest, I'm going to keep it real. When we were jammed total sports, I would say Jonathan definitely had more of, the responsibility that's because he founded the business and 
I was I was still in my phase of I was focused on my dance career and it was my I was a bit more tunnel vision. Um, and then I, I as I've grown older and you become more mature and you realize that you don't have to have you can have more than one calling. You can have two. You can have three. So um, as time progressed, I have definitely taken on taken on more of the of the leading role. And now I would say we're a good 50 50, a healthy 50 50. How about you, Jonathan? Yeah, I agree on that. What Hannah said 50-50. Regarding the brother and sister going to business with brother and, as brother and sister, it's, it, we, you know, Michael, that, that sort of, I don't want to say saying, but when you stumble across something, we didn't grow up having a plan. We didn't write it down in our notebook at 10 that let's get into business. And I never saw myself as a business or an entrepreneur when I was younger. In fact, my my dream when I was 10 was to create a cure for cancer. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, wasn't thinking about business. And then, then later it went into football. It was, it stemmed from our upbringing and our family of Caribbean heritage was very disciplined. So a typical day as a 10 year old, 12 year old, 13 year old, you know, wake up, have breakfast, no TV allowed in the morning, get to school, get back, martial arts training or dance training or football training, homework, a little bit of TV, get to bed by nine. You're talking about that life for about 15 years, Michael, 15 years. Yes, there's maybe changes here and there, but it was very disciplined, very, I wouldn't say it was regimented, but we had a lot of fun. On the weekends, we had a lot of fun. However, Saturdays, when I got to 12 years of age, Saturday at seven o'clock, my dad woke me up to go for a run. So everything was, my dad and mum had everything laid out. Routine. At routine. And so Hannah, where Hannah said that we have similar, uh, similar lifestyles, but very different. Similar, similar uh, upbringing, different experiences in life, Hannah, at university, me over in America, etc. And then life, that upbringing from our parents of, you know, loving one another, taking care of a brother and sister, having that routine. And then me having that difficulty and coming back and setting up a business. Hannah's natural instinct was, wow, oh, my brother's doing this. I want to support him. You, you understand where I'm coming from? You, 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 I'm, I'm, I think you've got siblings as well. And you know, you might, you're riding on a bike. And if your brother falls off the bike, yes, you might laugh, but eventually you're going you're gonna to help them up and help them get better at riding. Mm-hmm. And it was similar how we got into business. You know? Hannah saw the struggles and she knew that she could make it better. So if you both have a 50-50 stakeholder. Yeah. Whose ideas win? That's, 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 that's a good question. From my experience, what's happened is, I, I can give you a, a little example. The most recent one was, okay, yeah, we're hiring, let's say we're hiring a coach. So we've got a process, we've got four coaches to choose from. I choose this coach, and then it didn't work out. So then the next choice, Hannah gets first pick. So whoever has got that bit of like a bit more burning, burning, pushing desire that, you know, actually, I think it should be this. Then generally we sort of say, okay, Hannah, you go for that. It works out. It works out. It did. If it doesn't, I'll go to the next one. So it's, yeah, that's <laughs> how so it kind of works. That's a great way of putting it. Although sometimes it doesn't work just as you describe. No. And being aware of these things sometimes is the only option we have. Moving on to your business now, how has it changed 
since COVID-19? Oh, it's a good, it's a good question. So much, so much has changed. Um, uh, but most importantly, we have changed. I have changed. So one thing I learned from, um, I learned many things from 2020, but one thing that I definitely learned from 2020 that was a good change was if you don't change, your business won't change. So if I'm not growing, the business won't grow. And I would say at the beginning of 2020, one of my goals, I remember writing down in my diary, I always set goals, I'd say about quarterly, every three months, and I review them. So at the beginning of 2020, I'm letting into a secret now. So, you know, my one of my goals I wrote was that I want to learn. And it, that sounds really very basic, but it was as soon as I heard when the Lord told me that, I was like, yeah. Because one thing is, once you finish education, unless, you know, I don't know if you're someone that takes, you know, does a lot of CPDs or you do your master's. Once I finished university, that was my, I'm not saying my education more or less done until I feel, you know, I have a calling to study something else. And so us, since then, I've just been building and growing and learning and, and life has been my, my training or my studying, my experience. And I got to the beginning of 2020 and I said, I, I, I want to learn I need to unlearn some things and learn some things. And you have to, that's something that some, sometimes can be not easy to hear, but it's the truth. We all have to learn when we're constantly learning. And I remember thinking this year, I, I want to learn. So I need to make that conscious effort too. So as soon as 2020 began, if I saw opportunities where there were, um, let's say, uh, courses surrounding myself with people online where I could learn from, I did that. So if there was a, if there was a, a talk on a particular topic, if there was, on, on, on Zoom, if there was anything, I'd look out for opportunities. And one of them was a Santander nine-month program. And as soon as I saw it, I said, yeah, I need to be on it. And I learned a lot throughout that process. I met and networked with many people, more so than I had did um, pre-COVID, which taught me how to, it really refined who I am in the business, my role, Jonathan's role, what I'm, my weaknesses, my strengths. So... In that sense, I, I I learned a lot. There was a lot of a lot of stripping, and a lot of a lot of uh, blossoming. So, yeah. Had you run a online virtual dance class before? I hadn't before. Um, to be quite honest, I I wasn't that apprehensive for some reason. I just knew that it had to be done. There was no kind of questioning. Um, we had community of people that wanted to continue our classes so I had to get it done I did a few live Instagrams on um you know on, on in the summer which yes it did take some time to get used to you know your your teach you've got technical difficulties your wi-fi might cut out you know um you're seeing yourself as well you're not on the camera looking yourself back and you're thinking oh okay I need to improve on that okay slow down you're talking you know I'm from South London Craig and I, I speak I'm, I'm passionate so sometimes words roll off my tongue however when you're teaching online you know, just so, yeah. Good, well done. We've all needed to change in the last 12 months. So hats off to you for the change that you instilled in your life. Jonathan, what about you? How has COVID changed your life in business since March 2020? Yes, good question, Michael. So before COVID, some listeners may not know, I remember I was at the David Lloyd in, in, in Kibbrook and... I think you said to me, it was you, you said to me, you know what, everyone needs a mentor. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It was actually via text. You must have been working and I was just finishing off a session. 
And then I said, okay, can you be my mentor? And I don't think he was expecting that because you was telling me to find a mentor. And then I said, can you be my mentor? And then you sort of said, let me get back to you on that. You had a little think. You wrote me a text back and you said, you outlined, what I liked was that you outlined three points. And I believe one of them was, okay, we're going to give it three months. And, uh, you know, it, it, you was quite flexible and adaptable within the, the three the three uh, targets that, that it gave me. And you said, let's see how it goes. And that started before COVID. COVID came and you always checked in on me. You always checked in on me. Then you, you encouraged me to put together a, a weekly routine. What my schedule looked like, what time I'm getting up, what time is my time with God, what time is my you know, training and business. And that was really a, a massive support and helped me to grow. You gave me a lot of things to reflect on, showed me where some of my weaknesses were, showed me where some of my strengths were, and you invited me to join Toastmasters, which improved my public speaking skills. And you know, this Zoom's this Zoom shenanigans, it's, it's nice, but it's not nice, if you know what I mean. It's nice, but it's not nice, because we can talk and we can see each other. But you and I, Michael, we like to touch, we like to feel, we like to have the energy, you know, but I've been learning, learning to, to adapt. And Hannah, one of Hannah's goals, she said, was to, to learn. And I think me growing as a, uh, an individual in terms of my learning how to manage my time better, improving my public speaking skills, improving my leadership skills, reading more, listening to more podcasts as well, spending more time with God, just reflecting and praying, training, that has then impacted my business. And I've seen things in a completely different way. You know, the book, the E-Myth, the E-Myth book, which talks about working, working on the business, not working in the business, allowed the business to propel because I could now see how I can delegate things and manage my team. What needs to be pruned, what needs to be added further to has really enabled the business to take shape. So the growth in me, the growth in Hannah has really done some wonders for us. After that, to, to say, I think that was the biggest change that as Jonathan said, that, that was the biggest change was, was I think learning from each other. I saw Jonathan grow, I hope Jonathan saw, um, saw me grow. And I think when, when we rebranded, what also that helped us, allowed us to do was when you grow your business, when you start your business, it's your baby and you can be very emotionally attached to it. And I think that's something that, I personally had to learn was to that emotional attachment is natural however you have to let that go because it's a business end of the day it's your baby but it's, it's, it's a business and for it to grow you have to it's over there I'm over here you'd be able to look at it and be able to notice and you know what's the word um yeah analyze, yeah, analyze so, it. so what next for Hannah Ruth and Jonathan Moore for the virtual membership to for people to to buy and sign up to the virtual membership I'm honest to see the the importance of it to open our first um our first premises gym next um this year sorry in 2021 and just to keep to keep learning um, I, there's so much but you know the next goal is definitely the gym just gonna have got to put that out there um because a hub is very important I think if we if we can take anything from 2020 is community is very important yes you don't need a space to have community however you know what we had pre-covid was you know saturday mornings run club 
Monday, um, no, Tuesday evenings um, Muay Thai, when we came together with our community, it, it was it was strong. It was, you felt that that camaraderie, you felt that, you know, Jonathan said, the energy. Um, and sometimes, to be honest, and sometimes with your toughest times, your lowest times, knowing that you've got, you know, there's people there that are ready to go Saturday morning or ready to go Tuesday evening, it, it gives you that, that you know, I, you know, keep pushing, keep going. So, yeah, Sayar 2020-21. How about you, Jonathan? For me personally, I I want to I want to use continue to use my my gifts to help those around me, and that might be through my skills in martial arts. It might through just might through my work in my community that I do with my church, and I want to speak on TEDx. I'd like to do that this year. I think. Being part of Toastmasters has helped me grow and develop in that, improve my leadership skills. That's definitely one area. And as Hannah said, have the gym this year as well. That, that would be fantastic. And then, you know, Hannah is Hannah's career is, is, is growing and taking off, and she's got so much more to achieve in her dance career. And I want to be able to create and build a platform for Hannah to thrive in her dance career. Because I, I feel supporting Hannah really makes me happy and it helps the business and also my wife is building her interior design career so continue supporting her in doing that and i feel like those things will keep me happy mm. allow give me the energy to fulfill my my goals because eventually i want to i want to get into politics however i want to go through the route of through business into politics rather than having to go and study it or you understand taking the more uh, traditional route because there are certain things that I, I want to use with my influence and the power that business gives you to create great social change in society that point that is a perfect time to wrap up this podcast if you want to join a dance class a Muay Thai and fitness class from the comfort of your own home to start your free trial today, click on the link below and start getting fit and healthy right now. Today's show has been sponsored by www.teameasycrane.co.uk. We help you build your business and grow recurring profits. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.